Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, January 22, 2021. The data updated last night say that in Italy we have administered the first dose of the vaccine to 1,282,000 people, 2.11% of the population. 25,000 of them received even the second dose too. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Piedmont, Valle d'Aosta and Marche, in the last three places from the bottom are Calabria, Molise and Basilicata. At the moment Italy it is in seventh place in the world for the number of people vaccinated, second after Germany in the EU, both in absolute and with respect to the percentage of population vaccinated. There is a lot of concern and even anger in Italy because for the second week in a row Pfizer announced that it will distribute fewer vials of vaccine than promised. This week the reduction has been 29% while next week it will be 20% and there will be reductions also for the next two weeks. Pfizer continues to say that the problems are exclusively technical, the work is in progress to upgrade the lines and does ensure the promised increase in production for the whole of 2021, and that in mid-February it will recover the vials not distributed, but Italy begins to fear that the real reasons are other. <coughs> Italy had reserved to Pfizer a total of 8,635,000 doses to be received by March 31, but considering the delays already suffered and the new planning presented by the pharmaceutical company, in mid-February there will be less than half of the doses, that is 3, t- uh, 3,885,000, 45% less than what was ordered. In the meantime, in many regions, the administration of the first dose has been interrupted in order to guarantee the second one to those who have already had the first and must complete the procedure with the boost of vaccination in these days. The Italian government argues that the sudden changes in the schedule of deliveries have put at risk the vaccination campaign in a country. The pace of administration has fallen from 80,000 to 28,000 per day and many regions were obliged to postpone the beginning of the vaccination uh, of the over 80 years old citizens. For this reason, the Italian government is considering the possibility of suing Pfizer. The European Commission has also emphasized that all member states have every right to take legal action if some clauses of the contract with Pfizer are not respected. However, it seems that the respect of the weekly delivery schedule is not a legally binding obligation. The only deadline that Pfizer would be obliged to respect strictly is the quarterly one, and Pfizer is confident that by the end of March all the doses will be delivered. The problem of Pfizer's vaccine delays is not only Italian. On average, this week all EU countries have received 40% fewer doses. These delays come at just the wrong time. In Europe, the spread of the virus continues to accelerate and since yesterday there are again many restrictions for non-essential travel between European countries. Germany has a thousand deaths per day. In France, there is a terrible increase of cases in some areas that it makes them fear that there is a brand new, very dangerous variant of the virus. While the variant that discovered in Great Britain killed almost 2,000 people just yesterday, only there. In Spain, hospitalizations have increased by 82% and serious cases by 60% after Christmas. For the moment, however, here in Italy the situation seems to be quite stable. It is not getting worse and already this compared to others is something acceptable, even if the danger is always out there and we fear to see in a few days the effect of the reopening of schools for teenage students. Since the beginning of the crisis, Italy has lost 420,000 jobs. 
But the difficult will come in March, at the end of March, when the blockade of layoffs will be most probably lifted. It is estimated that another 300,000 new unemployed will be added to the 2.5 million today. All these will only increase the number of people entitled to benefits. In Italy, there are officially 23 million employed. They are too few, equal only to 58.2% of the active population. And this is because, in addition to the unemployed, there are also 13.5 million people inactive and discouraged, especially young people who are not looking for a job because they are convinced that they won't, won't find it. Even before the crisis, unemployment was already close to 10%. Yet, in the next three months, there will be 730,000 jobs to fill, but 33% of those seeking employment cannot find it. There is an official internet portal of the Italian government, as in other states, but the Italian one does not work. There are no offers to consult. On the French one, instead, yesterday there were 620,000. Up to now, employment policies have been made simply by distributing money, either to those unemployed and to companies in the form of incentives to hire. A road that solves nothing, because you can't give them out forever, and taking away the incentives is like suspending antibiotics to those who have the flu. Then the fever returns. On the other hand, we spend very little on services to help the unemployed find another job. Uh, uh, we spend very little um, and, and badly on training. When an unemployed person lacks the skills that the market requires, training makes all the difference. In Italy, for all vocational training in 2018, we spent, thanks also to EU funds, 1.9 billion compared to 5.9 billion in France and Germany. The planning of the vocational training offer, offer is done by the Ministry of University and, Educa and Education together with the regions. But it is not built in consideration of the demand for work, I don't know why. An example for all those who study professional demography 10 years ago knew and so told that today we would not have enough doctors and nurses, but they were not listened to. And now we gather the results. The new edition of Henley Passport Henley, the ranking that lines up passports from all over the planet according to the number of destinations to which they give access without the need for prior visas, says that also this year the Italian passport is in fourth place in the world for importance. There are 188 countries in which those who have a passport can enter without the need for a visa. In the first three places there are Japan, Singapore and with equal merit on the third place Germany and South Korea, the United States is in seventh place. If you are among those who would like to know if they are entitled to an Italian passport, or you know you are entitled but you don't have it yet, write to us at info at withitalians.com because we are starting a campaign together with a partner for this sector who is a leader in Italy and you can have great advantages. Now, at the end of this video, allow me to uh, a little promotion. The 2020 yearbook of With Italians is out, available on Amazon. You can find a preview on our website withitalians.com on the menu under the voice books. We'll, you will find here 23 interviews, uh, both in Italian and in English. It is a very good gift for everybody to learn Italian, to know about with Italians, to know about the Italian-American community and the relationships between Italy and the United States. So please make yourself a gift and buy the book. And I'll see you on Monday. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was With Italian News. Please stay safe and take care. Ciao from Rome.